we go, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. As I'm recording this, it's Monday. I just moved to a new apartment on Saturday, which I am very, very, very excited about. Um, it feels like such an up level in so many different ways, which I feel like I have a lot to say to you about that just in general. Um, but really like in a nutshell, right? When I moved to LA, I stayed in an Airbnb for a little while and then I wound up finding this apartment in West Hollywood and moving in and it just, it was fine. Like it worked out fine. It wasn't exactly my aesthetic. I wish it was a little bit Bit bigger. I wish there were a couple different amenities, but I like the location. And so I just pulled the trigger and I said, yes. And I've been itching to find something new for a little while now, just combined with needing more space and wanting things like a pool. I didn't have a pool in the old apartment. And so I knew that I didn't want to move until I found something that I fell in love with. Like I knew if I was going to move into another temporary home, which I know this is going to be, I wanted to love it. And I want to say that too, because I feel like so many people talk about, I don't know if you feel this way, but so many people talk about like buying something like it's like the same commitment level as like buying a goldfish. Like, why don't you buy something? Like it's no big deal. I don't know that I want to be here forever in LA. Like I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't feel complete here, but I don't feel at home here either. And so I knew again, wanting to move that again, it was going to be a temporary move and I was not going to put myself through that unless I really fell in love with the place. And so all of that to say, I fell in love with the place and I have so much more space. We have an indoor gym and an outdoor gym and a beautiful rooftop and all these fire pits and a gorgeous pool, tons of different amenities. And so I'm just super excited and I'm super feeling like that it's this up level again, in so many different ways, like everything combined with things that I've been working on myself, but also again, just like being in a new personal space, it feels like a really big deal. And I'm saying all of that to you because one of the things that I've been reflecting on over the past couple weeks, as soon as I signed the lease for this place is I am somebody who like is so bad at romanticizing new chapters. And I know I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper into it because what I mean by that is it's so easy for us to say, like, once I change this, once I move to this place, once I sell this program, right? then I'm going to be the person I want to be and do the things that I want to do, right? Like I'm sitting here telling myself like, oh, like as soon as I have this apartment, I'm going to like, you know, work out this amount and I'm going to do this like amount of fun. And I didn't, I'm not doing that this time because I know better, but that was my past pattern. And sometimes I still have patterns like that with certain things, right? Like, okay, I'm going to get this program done and then I'm never going to do this again. And then I fall into the pattern, right? And so I wanted to bring that up to you because because I think it's so incredibly important that we are, as we are growing and as we are becoming better in all ways, right? Whether that is when it comes to your health, when it comes to building your business, anything, 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 anything that you are striving towards, right? I know I've said it a million times, but it's so fucking important for us to remember over and over and over again, that it's not about us romanticizing who we're going to be eventually, it's not about telling ourselves that we can't be who we want to be or do what we want to do until we cross off this goal on our to-do list or, you know, again, feeling like 
things like feeling like you can't be confident until you're this number on the scale, feeling like you can't do what you want to do in your business until you have this amount of money in your bank account. Again, we romanticize what things are going to be once we do something. And so often it's just that it's romanticizing. It's fantasizing. It feels better for you to, let's just say, you know, be out, let's say you're on a diet and not that I'm an advocate for diets, but let's just use this example. It's one thing when you're on, you decide to go on a diet and all of a sudden you feel like you're going to go off the rails and you want to eat whatever it is. And then you can kind of like rationalize with yourself, if you will, by like, oh, but come Monday, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to eat whatever I want today. But then on Monday, I'm going to start again. Right. I see that so often with people, right. Somebody might not deal with it when it comes to food and weight and all that, but then somebody deals with it with business, right. They're telling themselves that like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to fall back into my old patterns when it comes to business, but then next month, next quarter, next year, then I'm really going to be who I want to be. And I'm not saying any of that in a judgmental way, because I have done that my entire life and I still do it. But I think it's really like just so incredibly important to recognize that pattern and not jump ahead to who you want to be or where you want to be or what you want to have. And in that moment, pay attention to, are, are you being that right now? Right. Can you make a shift right in this moment? I use this example. Um, when it comes to, we, we were, so when I was at the retreat on the island, I'm just gonna keep saying it like that. When I was on the island, when I was at the private island retreat, uh, we were talking about this and it was funny. So I was just having a moment of like anxiety. We were talking about, I don't even remember exactly what it was, I guess leadership and, and all we talked about leadership the entire time, but it was a specific segment. We were talking about like just being that high level leader. And I caught myself for a quick moment making myself wrong for so many things. Like literally like this sounds stupid, but I feel like you'll get it as women. Like I was literally sitting there being like, Oh my God, like there's a chip in my nail. And like, I can't like, I can't be a leader like that. Like I'm just like, kind of like in this mindset of like perfection, perfection, perfection. Like you need to strive for perfection. And again, it was, it was a passing thought cause I caught myself in it. Right. I caught myself sitting there being like, you need to be this and stop doing this and do that and do this and do that so that you can be who you want to be. So you can lead the way that you want to lead. And I caught myself in that moment, again, getting overwhelmed, sitting there feeling like, oh my God, I have so much to do and there's so much to change and there's so much to fix. And again, it was a temporary thing because I've, I've learned this about myself at this point that it doesn't last all that long, but it was a moment for me to be like, I caught myself and I stopped myself. And in that very moment, I sat up a little bit straighter. I started paying more attention to my energy in that moment and how I could start feeling like a leader, more of a leader right then and there. And I bring that up because again, I think it's so incredibly important that we catch ourselves not fantasizing about who we're going to be then. And instead we decide to be her now, be her now, right? Because again, you being your most confident self or wearing the sexy outfit, like whatever it is, you don't have to say, I can only do that when, right? You have a choice to do that now. Maybe it's not the same sexy outfit, but you still have permission to go find something that makes you feel sexy versus feeling as though you can't feel that way or be that way until you get to, again, a certain number on the scale, right? And the other reason I wanted to bring this up today, and I meant to share this with you earlier, but I either forgot or just kind of like fell through the cracks. A couple months ago, as many of you know, 
but I basically deleted everything on my Instagram. Literally wiped out every single picture, except I left one picture, and that was a picture of Ellie the morning after I got her because I absolutely refused to delete that picture of baby Ellie. But literally, other than that, I spent the entire weekend deleting everything on my Instagram feed. And a lot of people, as I did that, messaged me. They're like, oh my God, like, like if, like people said like you're so brave which is just funny like if we're talking about like Instagram here but like also a lot of people saying things like oh my god I want to do that too or I've been thinking about that too and it felt important for me to share this with you when it came to my decision around that and my mindset around that because again it was a really big lesson for me months before I did that right months before I did that I had mentioned to my coach about, I think I'm just going to delete everything on my Instagram. I think I'm just going to start from scratch. I think I'm just going to start over. And again, this mindset of kind of like romanticizing, okay, you know, you're not showing up on Instagram now, but if I start with this fresh, clean slate, then I'll be that person. Right. And there were other factors involved, including well, I mean, many of you know, Instagram has never been my number one, like not even close to my number one priority, even as it stands now. I don't think I posted on there in a month. I, I do need to post on Instagram, but it's never been my number one platform. It's never been my priority. And so the fact that combined with the fact that it was never my priority and also that there were so many old posts, right? Like everything going back to like, I think like 2016, uh, maybe earlier, like 2015 or 2014. I don't remember exactly, but there was a lot of old stuff there. And so it was a combination of not only was it old stuff, but it was also stuff that never adequately painted the picture of who I was as a business owner anyway because of the fact that, again, I never really put my all into it, right? Versus something like my Facebook group, I feel like there's been this beautiful, like, number one, like effort put into it, but then also you can kind of see the, the, the progress. You can see the, like the transitions, if you will, as they happened, right? Again, because it's just been going for a while. But the reason that I didn't do it years, uh, months ago when we talked about it and what I kind of, what Carrie helped me see and, and what I saw was that, at that point, at that point, it was still on like in the early phases of us working together, earlier phases of us working together. And like, it had nothing to do with like weight loss or even like, again, like I, I got new teeth, right? Like it had really nothing to do with that as much, like in terms of like not people, not like not wanting people to see like my old photos. It wasn't that at all. And I do wonder if people think that that's what it was because it wasn't at all, but it felt like this fear-based thing where again, I was not only romanticizing kind of like, okay, this is who I'm going to step into. Like, and I want to hide, like basically put a bandaid over like all of the messiness that there was and the things that maybe I wasn't as proud of. Right. But it was a fear-based decision. It was a decision that I was kind of like running from right? I was like running away from what I had built there. And like, I wanted to just get rid of it and hide it and have nobody see it. Right. Versus in, a, in an ideal situation for many of us, we want to own every part of our transition. We want to own every part of our progress. There's nothing necessarily that we're ashamed of. We're here and we're happy to share it all, right? But I wasn't coming from that place. It was definitely kind of more so coming from a place of, I don't know if the shame is the right word, but it's close to shame where I just felt like I'm not like 
I, this feels embarrassing and I wasn't who I wanted to be. And so I just want to hide it all. And I want to pretend it was all not there. And I just want to start over. But then months later, so I, I chose not to do it at that point. Months later, when we had the conversation again, and when I started thinking about it again, it was such a different energy, which is why I'm sharing it with you today, because it wasn't an energy of let me hide what's in the past or let me like, again, romanticize this new way of being in any way. It just felt like this really aligned, clear, clean decision in the sense of I have not shown up fully on this platform. I don't think when people see it, people get an accurate representation of who I am and what my business is. And so I want to start sharing in this way that feels fully like me. And it has nothing to do with, let me delete it. Cause I don't want anybody to see it. It was more again, this like higher vibe energy of I'm going to like actually give people an accurate taste of who I am because I know that I didn't in the past. And so it's hard to explain because it's this energetic thing, but I want you to hopefully hear and see the differences there in the sense of it's one thing to hide something because you're ashamed of it versus simply knowing when it's time for you to up level and knowing that you're again, moving on to something in this positive, confident, certain way, which is what I felt like I did when I deleted all of those things. Again, it had nothing to do with being embarrassed of like the old stuff. It was simply this moment of like, I want to put my best foot forward and I want it to be an accurate representation of who I am and my business and all of that. And the last thing that I want to say to you about that is, and, and because it's such a big part of us, uh, Carrie and I kind of getting to that answer and, uh, choosing to do it in that way so much of our work together has been, you know, the inner child stuff and lots of crying and lots of speaking to younger Sarah, all of those kind of things. And one of the most powerful exercises we've ever done, and really just a lesson in general, was taking the time to not just like work on the inner child piece of it, but we really specifically sat with all the former versions of myself. And it's funny because I think of, um, Gretchen and I both, we bought this Taylor Swift sweatshirt, um, which feels like a really dorky thing to say, but it's not like a going out sweatshirt, whatever. It's just like a cute little comfy around the house sweatshirt, but like it's Taylor Swift from like every album. So you've got from like her first album to obviously, I think it was, uh, after evermore or folklore, either one, but it was just like, obviously just a picture of her. And you see like this, like, uh, the, the evolving of, of her. And it, I kind of pictured it almost the same way when it came to like reflecting on all of my former selves, right? Like I like really sat with that five or six year old girl who was struggling with X, Y, Z and sitting with what she taught me and what the middle school version taught me and what the college version taught me and what the 26 year old version that was drinking way too much and partying too much, but had a lot of fucking fun, like what she taught me, so on and so forth. And it was just this really helpful and powerful exercise in being really grateful for all of the past versions of myself instead of the focus, which is what happens so often on 
how I was wrong in the past or what I'm not proud of from the past, so on and so forth. And so again, I'm bringing that up to you today because I want you to remember here that when you have, you know, the instinct or the, you're craving kind of something new and you want to go ahead and again, romanticize what comes next. Sometimes that means you think you want to wipe everything out from the past. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but sit with whether that's a fear-based or a faith-based decision and ultimately always remembering that you might have gone through the bad relationship. You might have gone through a period of, you know, addiction in some way. You might have gone through a period of, again, being broke in your business or overspending, so on and so forth. The list goes on and on and on. But every version of you, right, you get to love that person. You get to appreciate who she is, who she was, what she taught you and how she got you to where you are now. And I find that like every saying something like everything happens for a reason I know is so cliche and it can also be so dismissive, um, especially when, you know, you're met with somebody who is struggling and for you to say like, well, everything happens for a reason. It's so dismissive and it's so hurtful. And I, I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't realize that earlier. I think I, I might have like in the past kind of been less sensitive to that. And I, I'm trying to be more sensitive now. But my point is, is that when it comes to like the, I, I say the less serious stuff, not that business and, and other things aren't serious, but it's also like, I'm not talking about like death here, right? Like I'm not talking about something really, really tragic. I'm talking about like, if we're sitting there saying like, Oh God, I stayed with this partner for way too long. I wish I had walked away earlier, but like you didn't, right? You didn't. The fact of the matter is you didn't. And not that you can't, not that you're not allowed to have your regret. Of course you are. You're allowed to feel how you feel balanced out with. I just find over and over again that there's not a whole lot of help in like dwelling on something we can't change anyway. And so in, not only does it just make you more sane to shift into the understanding that it got you to where you are now, but it's just such a beautiful thing to recognize like how those past experiences, whether or not you love that they happened, they like giving them appreciation and really just understanding where they again, ultimately got you and understanding that they have such a part in this beautiful journey of yours. And again, I know it's not always the easiest thing to wrap your brain around or want to look at those things again, maybe when you're having a moment where you're struggling, but one of the last things I'll say is that one of the, one of the more powerful things Carrie ever said to me, and it's something that I say often now to clients because I felt like it was such a, I don't know, just, I never thought of it that way before, but in me talking about certain things in terms of like the way that I would seek safety, quote unquote, in the past, right. In terms of everything from, again, like whether it was like binge eating or drinking or like kind of like numbing myself with work, like all of those coping mechanisms that I have turned to in the past. I had such a moment of like, not a moment, I have had many, many, many moments of like wishing that I hadn't had to deal with that, wishing I knew better earlier, wishing that it wasn't a struggle that I had, so on and so forth. But like Carrie said to me one time, she's like, but like how smart, like how smart of that little girl inside of you that she figured out a way to protect herself, how smart and how strong of her to do something to protect herself, 
right? So I'm, again, I'm bringing that up because it's so easy for us to wrong ourselves or to shame ourselves or to wish something wasn't the way that it was. But again, it can be such a beautiful moment to recognize that that thing gave you something. It gave you something that led to your greater good or your, what will be your greater good. And again, not only does shifting it like that, in my opinion, in my experience, just make you saner in terms of, again, not, you know, overthinking it and not beating yourself or other people up about it. But more than that, it allows you to kind of give it gratitude. And I, I don't know, I just, that sounds like a little bit cheesy, but once you do that, I find, you know, you're able to move through and navigate whatever else it is so much more gracefully and so much more happily, which I'll say it, you know, over and over again, that's ultimately what I want for you here in this podcast. I want to hopefully help you be the most authentic, most happy, most fulfilled, wealthiest fucking version of you possible. And so again, I wanted to share all of those lessons today because I know that those have contributed to creating that for myself. And again, as always, if there's something that I can do and say that can help you get there as well, that's really important to me. So that is it for today. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.